Hey there, I'm Ashley Bullington and you're watching The Fifth Quarter, our Friday night wrap-up show where we give you all the things that happened around the greater Houston area for Texas high school football, a big week, week six, another great week in the books. We had so many good games. We'll have more coming up in the second and the third um, segments as well with Robert and Matt Harris who are coming on the show uh, where they give you some games that I'm not going to cover on. But we're going to kick it off on another really, really good week. First up, we had Rosenberg Terry versus Foster. Um, you know, Rosenberg Terry has been struggling this season, losing some big games, including a big game to their rival, Lamar Consolidated, a few weeks ago, and Foster 3-1 and one going into this game. Uh, they've come out for vengeance after having that one loss at the beginning of the season. Foster scored 42 points by halftime, winning this one 56-14 over Rosenberg Terry. Up next, we've got Galveston Ball versus Friendswood. Um, you know, we're watching this game to see how Friendswood's doing. Friendswood and Galveston Ball so far in the season was 3-1, and one, so we wanted to see how they were kind of stacking up. Um, you know, you know, Friendswood's only allowed 31 points into coming into this game. Um, they don't allow much more. Two touchdowns for Galveston Ball, but Friendswood wins this one 34-14 for the day. We're going to... North Shore versus C.E. King next. Uh, you know, defending state champs, out for vengeance, out to prove that last last year they can keep it going to make it back to state this year. Have a tough loss to Acadia at the beginning of the season. They're now three, they were 3-1 and one going into this game. C.E. King almost shocked all of high school football last week um, where they lost only by a touchdown to Westbrook, almost winning against a very solid Westbrook team. Uh, but North Shore rolls over them in this one 31 points in the first quarter alone they win 52 to 14. Uh, Cy Fair versus Cy Falls tonight um, a year ago both these teams were undefeated going into tonight so a battle of undefeateds we had several of those games going into this week but last year at this at this point in time Cy Fair had a 20-game winning streak. Cy Falls, though, or 20-game winning streak, and they were the state champions in 2017. They were out for vengeance. They were rolling to show that they were a team to be reckoned with in 2018 and that they could do it again. Well, Cy Falls wasn't having it and beat them last year. Well, Cy Fair was out for vengeance and a chip on their shoulder. Uh, they win tonight's game 37 to 20 over Cy Falls, uh, taking taking back that title. Uh, another surprising game. Um, this end score doesn't reflect what we saw in the first half. In the first quarter, Texas City, uh, the Texas City Shadow Creek game. Texas City 0 and 4 going into this game. Um, Shadow Creek undefeated. You know, they were 0-0 zero and zero in the first half. Texas City somehow shut down Shadow Creek's explosive offense uh, to have them go to 0-0 zero, zero in the first quarter. They, Shadow Creek then scores a touchdown to lead into halftime. Everyone across Texas high school football was shocked to see this score at halftime. But the Sharks turned it on to win 34 to 0. Uh, so far this season, the Sharks have only allowed 35 points in five games. 
They've only allowed 35 points. That's a touchdown a game. Uh, Shadow Creek showing the showing people that last year wasn't a fluke. They weren't. They didn't go to state on a on just a whim. They went to state because they are a solid football team, and they're out to show it and prove it again this season. And they're doing a very good job so far, especially on that defensive side of the ball, where you have a leader like Alec Bryant, uh, really taking it to teams. The LSU commit um, Marshall is playing played Willow Ridge tonight as well. Um, you know, another solid team that. Marshall, another solid team that went to uh, state last year, lost in lost in the finals. But you know they were out. They're out to show that you know that loss to Manville Manville doesn't mean much that they had a few weeks ago. Um, and Willow Ridge hasn't beat had Willow Ridge being a very solid team, but hasn't beat Marshall uh, since two thousand. I think two thousand nine, two thousand seven. One of those two years, it was on the warm up. I don't really remember off the top of my head. But Marshall Marshall turns it on tonight. Uh, they win forty nine to thirteen. As uh, they win forty nine to thirteen tonight, have another solid game. Um, you know, we're looking for some other scores when they come in. Uh, we're keeping an eye on Decaney and Westfield, um, as well as Klein Oak and Klein Collins. You know, Westfield has been one of those teams so far this season. They've only allowed two points besides and their one loss to North Shore. Uh, if they can hold New DeCaney, they can hold DeCaney. Um, that's going to be another game that, you know, they've only that they've only allowed a couple of touchdowns in. Uh, and then we've also got our game of the week, Klein Oak versus Klein Collins. Um, you know this so this game so far has been a back uh, going back and forth between these two teams uh, but we'll give you an update on those two later on in the show uh, you know another big week of high school football we'd love to see all these games uh, you know we're almost halfway through uh, that's so shocking to be saying that we're almost halfway through the text the regular season of texas high school football i mean some of these teams soon won't won't be playing in 20 2019 anymore um so you know these district matchups are getting to be intense and you know something that week in week out we're all looking forward to seeing uh you know the winner in one district and all of these guys who are you know, starting to get some losses on the board. So who are questions going into the next, to week seven? Who's going to remain still undefeated after week seven? Who's the top dogs? We're starting to get some of those answers, uh, those questions or those answers to our questions that we had going into district a couple weeks ago. Uh, but we'll be right back with the fifth quarter after these messages. Don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on the warm-up presented by your local Houston area Geico agents. We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets. And we are back with the fifth quarter and we have our Inside High School Sports Insider, Matt Harris on the phone with us. Matt, another big week of high school football in Houston. What do you have to say about these Houston teams? The biggest thing uh, that stood out this week was probably Katie's game. Mm -hmm. uh, it was one of the bigger games in the state this season. They really got tested against a really good Tompkins team. Uh, Katie came out with a 35-31, but I think that says more about Tompkins. It speaks yeah. more to Tompkins because this is a Katie team that routed a really good Atascacita squad, I believe 49-7 to back mm -hmm. in week two. And Tompkins being a school that's able to hang within five points of a team that 
is likely considered the favorites to make to the state championship game at this point in time. That's really big. Uh, I was really impressed with Tompkins yesterday. They had a couple mistakes that they made uh, that that wound up costing them the game, but they were step with step with Katie most of that game. I mean, that's a big thing to be able to say that you know Tom. Or obviously, Katie's a great squad. We know that. Uh, we've been saying it week in, week out. But that's a big thing to be able to say. You know, I'm more impressed with Tom Katie Tompkins, who yes, lost the game. But I'm more I'm more impressed with them than I am with this team who's probably going to go and make it to a state championship game. Yeah, no doubt. Tompkins, uh, they, they had a, just a really impressive performance yesterday. They had some special teams miscues that led to some easy points, a fumble that led to some easy points for Katie. Uh, but if, you, if you're able to clean that up, take a little bit of that out, Tompkins very well could have won that game. Uh, and Jalen Milrow was really impressive at quarterback. So. Awesome. So another game that you were watching tonight was Klein Kane versus the Woodlands. Uh, kind of give us a synopsis of that game and your thoughts. Yeah, Klein Kane was impressive in this one. District 15-6A is just it, – it's been a crazy district all year, but Kane was in control of this game most of the way. Uh, I believe the Woodlands is playing with their backup quarterback, so it is worth uh, noting that Ben Mills has stepped in and, and done a good job, but they they definitely miss Peyton uh Jansek. Um but Klein Kane really came out and pressed tonight with a twenty eight fourteen win over one uh over the Woodlands, which is obviously uh one of the teams in the area that you really look at as a powerhouse down in Houston. Definitely, and I, I, that's the point I was about to say. Um, you know, the Woodlands are always considered a big powerhouse. Um, they're the team that you kind of hear about throughout the whole state of Texas, you know, the Woodlands, Tomball, stuff like that. But that fifteen six A district is one that you seem really impressed with uh talking off air what is it about that 15 6a district that or that yeah that 15 6a district that you really like and what are some other teams that you're watching in that one yeah um so 15 6a is made up of a lot of uh schools from klein and from conroe one school that has really impressed me this year is conroe they took down a, a pretty good klein squad this uh tonight 38-13. Uh, this is a Klein team that snuck into the playoffs with a fourth spot a year ago and went all the way to the fourth round of the playoffs. That really speaks to the depth in that district that you can have a team that, you know, barely snuck into the playoffs on the last day of the regular season um, to that fourth spot and was able to make it so far. Klein goes in, or not Klein, uh, Conroe goes in and takes them down tonight. Christian Pack at quarterback for Conroe has been really impressive all year, and he had another great night tonight. You know, that seems to be a, a, a district that, you know, week in, week out, we, we have something to say about them. Uh, you know, when Klein beat Klein Oak a few weeks ago, uh, you know, Conroe beating Klein tonight, um, you know, Collins giving Klein a run for their money right now, uh, you know, stuff, stuff along those lines uh, makes for really fun high school football, don't you say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Klein Collins is taking on Klein Oak right now, and I know that's a, uh, a game that you guys are going to hit on a little bit later in the show. But like I said, I mean, you've got teams beating each other each week. Klein Collins is currently undefeated. Um, that score, that game's been back and forth all night. So if they fall to Klein Oak, that district is wide open for you know three or four teams to, to potentially win that district. Uh and for probably about six teams, maybe seven teams, to make the playoffs. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about in 5A, uh, Texas City 
held Shadow Creek to one touchdown. That's uh, Shadow Creek has averaged about 30 to 40 points a game, and Texas City, an 0-4 team, holds them to almost not scoring in the whole first half. Um, to me, I'm almost flabbergasted to see that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that was a game I looked up at, you know, at halftime, and it was 7-0 Shadow Creek, and I was like, what is going on? I think that's a kind of just a classic case of, uh, you know, getting a big win. Shadow Creek picked up a big win over Angleton a week ago and just kind of looking forward to next week past Texas City. Uh, that's always dangerous no matter who you are, no matter what level you're playing this sport at. If you look ahead to that next week, you're kind of susceptible to anything. Shadow Creek came out strong in the second half uh, and was able to put away Texas City 34-0 in that one. I remember one thing when I was playing uh, that we were told a lot was you never pl- you have to play you if you're one of those teams that ends up playing down to an opponent you're going to get beat by somebody you weren't supposed to get beat by and seeing that score like that made me think of that and that's not what we're used to seeing from the Sharks by any means um, but are there any other five A teams that have really stood out to you this season? Uh, Shadow Creek Districts is it's one of the toughest districts uh, around and I think that. One of the big games that Eric now circling the schedule is Foster. Foster's been impressive this year as well, and that's uh, something that they'll have to uh, – Shadow Creek will have to go and play Foster in the regular season and likely far down the road in the playoffs. Uh, and remember, Shadow Creek is a school that they are, I believe, 5-0 and this season. That would make them 20-1 and in school history. Um, that's really impressive, but – Foster, if there's any team I think in Houston that can beat them, it would be Foster. Well, you know, they've they've only allowed 35 points in their first five games of the season. So that goes to show that that defense with Alec Bryant, Bryant leading it is definitely good. And Foster tonight beats uh, Rosenberg Terry, who's kind of struggling this year, but usually is a very solid team. They beat them 56-14. to 14. I think that the district that they're in is going to be a tough one as well. Um, final thoughts on week six as we're wrapping it up to go into week seven next week uh one thing you just mentioned with the shadow creek defense uh and how they've eliminated opponents to 35 points over the first five games it seems like they've got a d1 recruit at almost every position on the defense Mm -hmm. side of the ball um shadow creek has one of the best defenses that the state has seen in, in a long time um and speaking of shadow creek uh a school pretty close to them that they've kind of taken some talent away from manville they've been rolling as well they picked up a uh last i checked it was 55-0 went over madison which is a, a school yes that struggles um in the houston area but manville i think has had an impressive year as well so awesome matt well thank you so much for joining us on the fifth quarter we'll be right back watch inside high school sports to catch this week's chevy spotlight brought to you by your houston area chevy dealers Visit your nearest Chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products. Hey there, I'm Ashley Bullington with one of my personal favorite people, our producer, Robert Sheik, who's coming on to help me out to bring us home. Robert. Glad glad to be here, Ashley. Let's do it. (laughs) So, week six, what did you see? Uh, A lot, actually. There was (laughs) quite a bit. Uh, Probably the wildest week we've seen uh, so far down in Houston. District 15-6A, let's start there. Klein Oak uh, with a big, big kind of upset win over Klein Collins. Um, Dwight McLaughlin, two touchdown catches. That guy has just been an absolute freak of nature. Um, what a transfer for Jason Glenn to receive there at Klein Oak. 
and he's had such a big season. It, it seems like every week he's, he's pulling down touchdowns left and right. Mm-hmm. Nobody can seem to guard him. Um, but also in that district, Conroe is 3-1. and one. I'm not sure uh, many people expected that. Conroe, I believe, beats Klein tonight. Yes. Klein Kane knocks off the Woodlands 28-14. So you have the Woodlands sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Klein Kane is 2-1. and one. You have Klein Collins at 3-1. and one. Klein Oak at 3-1. I think Klein, uh, you know, Klein's in that mix as well. It's, it's a big jumbled mess, a lot of good, a lot of competitive teams. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a dogfight for every team that's almost in that anybody's, district. That's almost anybody's district at that point in time. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Everybody's thinking they can win that district right now, and, and, you know, they can. I mean, all those teams have big wins, and they're all playing really well so far. You know, K- the Katy district, uh, it's obviously Katy's district, Katy's a force to be reckoned with, could obviously make it to state. But Katie Tompkins plays them really well last night. Um, is that Katie Tompkins' team looking to make that number two spot? Yeah, I know. It's a very impressive um, season thus far by Katie Tompkins. Two years in a row now we've seen this. You know, that program won more games last year than it had in its entire school's history. Um, that was last year. This year, Tompkins gets off to a 5-0 start, loses Thursday night, to Katie, but yeah, Tompkins is for real. Uh, quarterback, junior quarterback Jalen Milrow, a Texas commit, and and he's he's a big time player. Running back R.J. Smith. That 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 defense is legit too. Let's not discount the fact that you know Katie got up in that game 35-10, and Tompkins didn't let them score the entire uh, you know last half of the third quarter and the entire fourth quarter. So give Tompkins you know a lot of credit, but but Katie is really really good this year and I know I know we sound like a broken record saying that but this <laughs> this Katie team is legit uh under unheralded guy uh Jordan Patrick has a big uh big play in this in the special teams game uh returns a punt 58 yards for a touchdown Thursday night and then also catches about a 70 75 yard touchdown pass you know everybody knows about Ron Hoff and, and Katie just turns out these running backs it seems like yeah you know, and he's the latest one, 173 yards and two touchdowns last night. But but that offense just really seems to, to be rolling. And, you know, we all know what Katie can do defensively. Both of those teams, you know, especially if, if, if Katie goes 6A Division One and Tompkins 6A Division Two, look out. You might have two Katie ISD teams going very, very far um, in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Uh, so, Cypher, uh, Cy Falls, Game of the Week. Uh, you know, Cypher is out for vengeance from last year. What do you take away from this game? Yeah, Cypher lost its 20-game uh, win streak last year to Cy Falls. You know, Cypher was the defending state champions. Um, this year, there was no messing around from Cypher. The, the running back, LJ Johnson, a huge performance. 245 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Quarterback Carter Cravens, a couple big uh, long passes to his tight end. And Cy Fair is, is kind of rolling right now. That's, that's a, you know, this is a program we know can do it and consistently, time and time again, be one of the better programs, not only in the Houston area, but across the entire state. And it sure looks like the Bobcats are doing that right now. So, Robert, what is your final takeaway from week six of Houston area football? Really just that there were, there were so many great games. We didn't even get a chance to get into to Pearland, Pearland, Dawson. And Pearland Dawson with a big, big upset win over Pearland tonight. Uh, you know, Pearland hadn't lost a regular season game since like 2017. So, uh, yeah, just so many great games across the board. Be sure and check out the highlights inside high school sports. 
Um, Chevrolet is inside high school sports. And if you if you can't catch any part of the show or you miss something or you want to watch them again, go to our website. Yes. InsideHighSchoolSports.tv. Obviously, all our social media platforms. He's such a good plugger. <laughs> we will have highlights. There are highlights galore. Trust me, this is a week you do not want to miss the highlights because uh, – so many great games this weekend mm -hmm. down in the Houston area. And our Chevy Spotlight's on a good team, too? Chevy Spotlight is on the Atascacita Eagles, and, uh, you know, they the Eagles won 70-7 uh, to 7 Thursday night over South Houston. That they program like winning, is, but they like, they like 70s. They, yes, they have put up, uh, you know, in the 60s or 70s, I think just about every game, mm -hmm. except when they played Katy. Uh, that was not a pretty performance for Atascacita, but other than that, that program... Uh, you know, it's been one of the better programs in the Houston area for a long time, and and the Eagles have been rolling this year. So that's 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 a fun story to watch this week. Awesome! So you can watch all of this on KHU 11 tomorrow morning at 8:30 a.m. Get your coffee ready.